Today, we're churning out more data than ever. I believe the amount of information in the world doubles every 18 months or so, and every organization has analytics and statistics and other information they need to communicate to their employees or their clients or their stakeholders, and it can really be a challenge to format all those facts and figures so that they're understandable and yet also memorable. One way to get complex ideas across quickly is with data-driven content on digital signage. To explore how we can marry data and visual storytelling on digital science, I'm here today with Fanet Ronger, professional services consultant for physics. Hi, Fanet. Hi, Derek. What's going on, ma'am? Oh, wow. A lot. A lot of data. Yeah, a lot of data. Uh, I'd like to thank Fanet for talking to me today and, of course, everybody out there for listening to this episode of Digital Signage Done Right. Don't forget, you can subscribe, I say again, to the podcast. And um, if you want, you can follow along with a full transcript of the conversation we're about to have on the Physics website under Resources and Podcasts. Whether you're using digital signage or not, our podcast gives you practical tips for communications and content to better engage your audience. I'm Derek DeWitt. Welcome to Digital Signage Done Right. So, Fanette, what exactly is data-driven content and how is this different from other kind of content I'm going to stick on my digital signs? Excellent question, Derek. Well, when we say data-driven content, what we really mean is any text or visuals that are being fed by an external data source. It's that simple. Oh, oh, okay. All right. So you're pulling in the data and then it shows up on the screens. I know that sharing uh, data is important, but what? why is digital signage a good medium for doing that? Well, obviously, uh, we're big cheerleaders for digital signage and visual communication in general. One might say. <laughs> uh, but there's a really good reason for that. I mean, visual communications are better. Uh, because when information is presented visually, people are more likely to pay attention to it, to understand it, and to remember it uh, than if it's in something like an email or a spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah, we've got lots of stats to uh, to back that up. And there'll be some links in the transcript on the physics website uh, that uh, reinforces what Fanat just said. <laughs> so digital signage is a visual medium that usually has a pretty broad reach. It's installed across campuses or a company. So it's perfect for data sharing. Okay. So what are some of the benefits uh, an organization can get from sharing data-driven content on digital science? Well, the first is increased engagement. We want to capture viewers' attention with dynamic and informative visuals. I mean, if you're anything like me, your eye will be automatically drawn to a screen, especially if there's moving content. So obviously, bright images data visualizations and animations on screens are more engaging than a spreadsheet. If you send an Excel spreadsheet as an email attachment, uh, I'm probably not going to open it. <laughs> you know, I mean, at least if you put the information up in some digestible way on the screens, uh, there's a good chance more people will see it. Exactly. And that leads into the second benefit, enhanced decision making, providing valuable insight through data visualization. I mean, remember that the reason to put anything on your digital side is to inform people about something and get them to act. By showing data updates throughout your day on screens, you're keeping your teams up to date so they can act and adjust accordingly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because it changes throughout the day. You're not going to send. We, we said don't send that Excel spreadsheet via email. Can you imagine if and then the updated version and then the updated version <laughs> six, seven, eight times a day it would be ridiculous. No, that would be a nightmare. Absolutely. 
And that feeds into the last benefit I'll mention, which is real-time relevance, keeping your content current and contextually relevant. And if you have digital signage, you want fresh content on your screen. And if you're relying on data, you need the most current data at all times so the two naturally complement each other. Right, exactly. As as we sort of talked about just a moment ago, uh, digital signage is excellent for information that updates frequently. Definitely. Okay, so let's talk about some of the specifics for uh, data-driven content. What kinds of data are we talking about? Well, it can be data pulled from a scheduled software for events, for example, or uh, weather apps, food services platforms for menu boards, even Excel and Google spreadsheets. And with our digital signage software, you can pull any data that comes from XML or JSON format, which really covers most databases. All you have to do is in our desktop designer app, simply drag and drop the widgets onto a layout or a message. And then you can configure the widget to point to the data source and you can filter it to show exactly the data you want to show. You can also include data trigger text and artwork. So different things show up depending on the data changes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conditional logic, I think, is the is the, the business buzz term out there. Think like, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, a uh, uh, charity drive and, you know, the thermometer is filling up, filling up, filling up. That's what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, without getting too technical, it's basically telling the software, like, if the data is this, then show this text or image. And if the data is that, then show that text or image. Right, right. And again, all that stuff automate because you're updating it already in, you know, whatever system you're using and the digital signage software just goes, oh, okay, I've reached this threshold and, and now I change the image. So if the source data is updated, it'll automatically update on the screen the next time the content refreshes. It's not instantaneous. That You do have to go through a refresh cycle, that's for sure. Now, you mentioned data sources. What are some examples that you've seen of data-driven content uh, that Visix clients are using? Well, it's a pretty long list, actually. And one of the main reasons that people buy our software is our data integration capabilities. So most of our clients are going to be showing weather data uh, or meetings or event schedules. And we also have clients showing other types of schedules, whether that's like who's in the office today for hybrid workplaces or showing shift schedules for manufacturing. And yeah, a lot of our manufacturing corporate clients are also showing KPIs like stats and progress to goals. Right. And just to clarify for people that don't know out there, KPIs are key performance indicators that are used to sort of um, uh, figure out how things are progressing on the fly in organizations. Exactly. And we also have clients using data sources to feed directories, menu boards, and things like wait times, queuing info, you name it. And one of the really popular widgets actually is one we call time span widget. And it uses data to show countdowns to deadlines or count ups. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. So like this many days until the whatever blood drive is over or like how you mentioned manufacturing, I'm thinking like on a factory floor, this many days since the last accident, that kind of thing. You got it, Derek. So yeah, those are the common ones. We also have a lot of clients using data to update viewers on the status of fundraisers, for example. Yeah, we have clients showing data for call centers, uh, production stats, uh, survey results. That's there. I mean, there's really a wide variety of user cases. Okay, so I got a bunch of data and uh, it's in one of the formats that you've already mentioned. So what's the best way to get that 
data into some kind of meaningful format so people will understand it. Visual, right? Right. Well, there's two ways to do this. You can show it as text only, or you can use data visualization. Hmm, okay. So like if I wanted to just show text, what would that be like? Well, text I'd say is best for things like event schedules or directories, or I mean, even countdowns. You don't necessarily need an image to communicate that information. So you just need to organize and format it on your screen well. Showing queuing updates and wait time works the same way. It can be just presented in a table with rows and columns. Oh, yeah, right. Like at the hospital or a bank or you're waiting for the next teller or you're waiting for your appointment or what have you. Or here where I live, uh, they, they have it at the post office. Exactly. DMV. What about like menu boards? Are, are those, those are usually kind of just tables of rows and columns also. Yeah. Menu boards, I'd say you can also use uh, mainly text. Although for menus, you might want to use some imagery uh, so that you can sh show off your food really and make people hungry and want to buy your your menu but you don't need to use data mapping for that imagery you can also just schedule the imagery as a background or an image that changes throughout the day yeah all right fair enough and yeah i think that's true for menu boards especially i mean i'm i'm like one of pavlov's dogs i i see a picture of pizza i go oh wow yeah pizza and i see a picture of a hamburger and i go oh wow hamburger i'm just you know it's ridiculous i see noodles i go noodles so yeah food pictures almost always get people to go ooh. <laughs> yes and if you have kids around then they'll make you buy it if they see it so it's a good way to go <laughs> It's a good way to guilt you. Uh, okay, so that's text only. Maybe, like you said, with uh, something involving food, maybe an image as well. The second option is v data visualizations. So why are these so important? Oh, well, I mean, like we were just saying, visuals is really an amazing tool. Yeah, and again, digital signage is a visual communication tool. I mean, it's meant to inform people at a glance as they're walking by. So data visualizations provide a graphical representation of your data, making it easier for people to understand patterns, trends, relationships. Oh, yeah, right. And obviously, like we said, visuals are more engaging, they're more attractive. And I, I imagine they, they would especially be useful for uh, communicating to an audience that maybe doesn't have the expertise to analyze raw data or the context, you know, because, you know, they're not thinking about whatever the heck the particular digital signage message is. They're thinking about something else and then, wham, hey, here's this message. By the time I mentally adjust and go, oh, is that, oh, I see what that's about. It's gone, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it simplifies the complex information that might be difficult to grasp for from like text or tables. It's, it's just easier to read. So when we're talking about data-driven content for digital signs, we're talking about just minimizing the amount of information someone has to interact with to get to the point. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I think we've seen studies, uh, plenty of studies uh, that show that people tend to remember visual representations of things and visual information better than they remember text or numbers. Yes, exactly. And it definitely helps to bridge the gap between expert, non-experts, and also native speakers, non-native speakers. I'm not an English native speaker. And if I see an image, then there's a 
good chance I'll understand what's going on. Yeah, for sure. One thing you said is the visualizations should be well designed. Let's dig into that a little bit. For sure. Well-designed visualization can leave like lasting impression and it'll make the data more memorable than plain text. Yeah, obviously. Uh, the the you want to design it well, A, so that it catches people people's eyes, B, so that they can understand it really at a glance and uh, and make it more memorable. And yeah, you, I think that's an excellent point. You don't want to accidentally give people the impression that the information was saying one thing when really it was saying something else. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, Derek, not all data visualizations are equally effective. Uh, and that's why we also have a service that will help you create your design, wink, wink. Poorly designed visualization can mislead or confuse viewers. So it's critical to create visualization that accurately represents the data and adheres to the best practices in data visualization design. It really is. Okay, what are some other challenges to using uh, data-driven content? Well, you want your audience to understand it, but you also want to make sure that it's accurate to start with. So data accuracy is a big one. As they say, garbage in, garbage out. If your data is inaccurate or poorly organized, putting it on a screen is just going to amplify that. So that's a big one. Uh, also, privacy considerations. Uh, you want to make sure that you're not sharing anything that you shouldn't, and you want to ensure that you're complying with data protection regulations. Ah, that's a good point. I had not thought about that. Yes, that's pretty important when you're planning your, your data and what's going to go on a screen. And a big one is choosing what data to show. I mean, you definitely don't need to show every row and every column on your screen. So choose what's most relevant to your audience. And the last challenge I'll mention is the actual setup of data-driven content in the software. It's not that it's difficult per se, but it can be time consuming. Right. Depending depending on how fancy you're going to get. I mean, if you're just throwing up an event schedule, it's not really that big of a thing. But yeah, if you've got a bunch of information and the images are going to change based on how the data changes and all that, I would imagine there's, there's a little back-end pre-work there. Yes. Yes, there is. And I mean, a lot of time it's, it's not doing it that's going to take time. It's more about the concept and the planning. You want to decide the best way to present your data on screens, and you want to do that before you start messing with it. Now, uh, Visix offers some products and services that can help people out, I think, which uh, I think you've been using with clients. Yes, we do. Thank you for mentioning it, Derek. <laughs> yeah, so first, I mean, we have our digital signage packs and kits, and those are awesome. They're beautiful, and they give you screen layouts, that we've already designed for you. So you just have to connect your data source and it'll automatically spread to all the boxes and, and show beautifully on your screen. Oh, that's pretty cool. And like it's for common things, right? Like directories and menu boards and event schedules, fundraisers, countdowns, like the most, the most common things that people will use. Yes, absolutely. And if you can't use one of those because you want to show different type of data, then you have consulting and configuration services. So we're here to help you figure out what to show on your screen, how to show it on your screen. And then we can either talk you through the steps to do it on your own, or we can actually just build the layout and messages for you. Oh, okay, cool. What are some, I mean, you've been dealing with uh, quite a few clients with this stuff. There must be some 
some big boo-boos out there, right? I mean, there, there must be some, some mistakes that you've seen that we can transform into advice. Yes. Well, I think, I mean, we've covered a lot of this. I'd say the first thing is to make sure that the content that you're going to want to show is actually available for your players. So make sure that it's not password protected, for example. So all of those things you need to think beforehand because you can plan it all you want, but if that source is not available, then you're not going to be able to show it on your screens. So that's one thing. Talk to IT and make sure that the source you want to use is actually available. And then it's going to be really all, again, about planning. Make sure you know where you want things to be on screens before you start putting them there, because it can take time. And then if you need to add rows, add columns, then you'll have to move all of those other uh, widgets on your layout. And that's just going to add more time. So plan, plan, plan in, in advance. And my third thing would be make sure that you're not putting too much up there. Again, we want it to be engaging and we want it to be clear. So if you're going to show events and you have, I don't know, 15 events per day, then don't show a week's worth of event if it's not necessary. Otherwise, your audience is just going to get lost. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing is it it needs to be relevant to me as an audience member at the moment I see it. Absolutely. And by the same token, I was I would imagine that because you're tying this to data sources that old information just kind of drops off automatically. Yes, and that's that's one of the beauties of data mapping is that you don't have to go back into our system to remove expired information, if you will. It just does it automatically because the source that you're using is a source that you're already using on a daily basis. If it's a Google Calendar, then that's already where you're putting in all your meetings. So you don't have to do the job twice. I have seen some uh, facilities I've been in uh, fairly recently where they're saying, hey, this thing is coming and it's three weeks ago. And you're just like, oh, wow. So let's nutshell this. Quickly, how can someone get started using data-driven digital signage? So first, define your objectives. Determine what information is valuable, how it can benefit the audience. Two, select the data source. Choose relevant, reliable data streams to pull from. That you have access to and that are not password protected. <laughs> that you have access to, yes, please, and that you're allowed to use. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, three, create, configure your layouts and messages. And as we said, we can help you with that if you need. And four, test it. Test it, adjust it, uh, verify functionalities, publish to screens, and get feedback from your audience. Ask them. That's the that's the best way to know if it was working. Ask people. Right. Did you care about this? Did you understand it? Exactly. And if there's a call for action, just have a look. Did people use that QR code? Did people go to the meeting? Did they go see JAWS? Right, exactly. And are they still talking about it? I mean, this is something we say all the time. This is this is not a task. It's a process and it's an ongoing process. And just like your audience, your audience are human beings existing uh, in uh, space-time that has a, a one-directional arrow of time. They're constantly changing and evolving and thinking about this and making connections and so on. And so it, it makes sense that... Uh, you have to monitor kind of where their headspace is as well and what they're thinking about and what they're doing and what things 
pull them out of their personal streams or, as I'm quite fond of saying, or they're on their own devices. What are you putting on your screens that makes them think, actually, the screen is more interesting than my phone right now? Yeah, there's no point going to all this trouble if your audience doesn't care about what's going up on the screen or they don't understand it for that matter. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. So there you go. Fairly in-depth overview, if there is such a thing, of data-driven content for digital signage. Why it matters, what's possible with Visic software and services. Yes, that's right. And uh, some ideas on how you can get started if you're not already using it. And uh, some tips and tricks for people who are using it to improve what you're offering your audience. Remember, it needs to be accurate, it needs to look good, and it needs to be relevant. Otherwise, none of this makes any sense. Absolutely. I'd like to thank Fanette Ronjan, professional services consultant for physics, for talking to me today about the power of data-driven content. Thanks, Fanette. Nice to talk to you. It was great talking to you too, Derek. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everybody out there for listening. Again, I remind you, there is a transcript of this conversation on the physics website under resources, podcasts, and there are lots of helpful links there as well. For more free stuff, head to resources on physics.com for guides, videos, and more to help with your visual communications. Please subscribe and share and contact us for information about our digital signage solutions. <laughs>